0: Cross the Streams podcast. Kip here, Dishing on the Drive. Taping today is Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. Um... Today's move-in day here at Willamette uh, University. Everybody knows I'm the head men's basketball coach, going into my 12th season in that role. So this is my 12th move-in day, and I know it's been move-in day across the country at campuses where parents are dropping off freshmen for the first time in various orientations. We call it opening days here at Willamette, um, but you know, in experiencing this again for the upteenth time, you know, I just for whatever reason today hit a little different, and, and I've been thinking about what I wanted to talk about in my next in the next podcast episode. Anyway, uh, this is the 24th episode of season five. So we're coming up on that magic 25 number. So I I thought about just describing my job today and the thoughts uh, that went through my brain in so many different lenses would be a perfect addition on the drive. Um, so this this is what we're talking about. You know, today I was a greeter uh, in one of the parking lots, helping a bunch. It was awesome to see all the coaches that got their teams out—the football team here at Willamette, the women's soccer team, the men's soccer team—and I'm sure there's so many other volunteers uh, and the folks uh, on campus life that put together. A fantastic experience for freshmen and their parents arriving to school for the first day. Um, And I was thinking about what stirred up all these emotions today, both as the greeter and as the head coach, as we had five players and their families arriving to campus uh, for the first time in their college careers today as well. I was wearing multiple hats, and I was thinking about so many things. We're going to get to it here. Dishing on the Drive, Cross the Streams podcast. All right, first part of this from this, you know, opening days here and in this multiple hats. First of all, one you should probably stop listening now if you don't want to hear Kip weaving together my own past, present and future experiences through the lens of striving to be a better man today than I was yesterday. Um, you know that's what I do. Uh, you know that's one of the passions of mine. Besides trying to put together a good basketball team, um, is is driving a healthier version of manhood. In anybody listening, and anybody that interacts with my team, myself, my program, or my business teams of men. Um, so let me start there. Okay, I know for a fact. In the past, I described move-in day. So if I was headed out, like, hey, I got an early 8 a.m. shift at move-in day. I know if people are asking me, what was that? I always defaulted to this. I would say, oh, it's sad mom's day, or it's crying mom's day, or hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to deal with all these emotional moms. And I did that, you know, in hindsight, in disgust with myself, you know, thinking both in attempt to get laughs, probably in the circles of people that, that were talking to me about this, but also for for some reason, I'm trying to figure out why I would use those terms. Is it like some effort to belittle the emotional connection college freshmen have with their moms? I mean, is that what I was doing? And I, I think about it because I know in my own experience, way back in the summer and early fall of 1997, my mom, Rhonda's the one that drove me out from Billings, Montana here to Salem, Oregon um, for my first day, you know, going to school to play basketball at Willamette. But my first drop off was with my mom. And I know there were many tears shed, not just by her, but by me. You know any of you that know Rhonda know a majority of those um, probably started flowing in Butte, Montana on the drive on I 5, all the way, I mean, uh, I 90, all the way across out here. But I, I know how emotional that was for me. So why was I still, all these years later, degrading or, or making light of something that's really, really real? I mean, why was I purposely choosing to say sad moms? I mean, was I saying that all the dads I encountered, there's been lots and lots of dads I've seen as part of these drop-off scenarios, both for my team and other college freshmen at Willamette, Um, were all the dads that I encountered stoic and completely unaffected by the loss of day-to-day interaction with their kid, their daughter, or their son? Absolutely not. I've seen lots and lots of dads emotional about it. Did did I see every single mom was a, a blubbering, crying mess? Absolutely not. So why was I saying this? Why was I using this tagline all these years? Did I say it to uphold some terrible tradition of communication with other men that requires us at all times to only share laughter at the expense of women's, their emotions, and their lived experience? That's disgusting. Um, Whatever this reason, I mean, I tried to course correct today. I purposely am thinking about this on the drive-in today. I tried to course correct in terms of, I tried to tell people, you know what I'm doing? It's an emotional Super Bowl today for all the kids involved, for all the parents involved. It's an emotional Super Bowl. And, you know, before you, you, you get go too far, I don't get a medal for this course correction. It's 2021, I'm 42 years old, and that's the first time I've been aware of some silly shit I was saying on a regular yearly basis. I should have been doing it the entire time. I mean, my own experience should have informed this revelation a lot sooner for me. I mean, I detailed the part about, you know, my mom dropping me off, but I left out that some of the hardest crying i think i've ever done in my life was in leaving my driveway at Bitterroot Drive in Billings Montana in the interaction i had in leaving with my dad and my little brother Kane the former co-host of this okay they couldn't come on the drive because of uh, practices they had that fall with coaching and playing so they couldn't come on a you know four day round trip adventure across time zones so i had to say goodbye in the driveway and that shit was devastating there was tears from all men involved um, so I, I, why I was ignoring my own lived experience you know, for some made-up trope of how man, men should handle loss, I'm disappointed in myself for. I'm disappointed I didn't fix it sooner. Uh, so, in, in, and so for anybody out there listening, we, we've got to get past this thing where, only, where women are the only ones assigned emotional fluency. And then we also, while we require them to have it, we also denigrate them for having it. Silly. We've got to get rid of that. And we also got to allow ourselves as men to feel. Like there's moms and dads dropping their child off really forever from the cocoon of life they've been living in, where they see them every day and their their child interacts with them every day. That doesn't exist anymore. And so going forward, you know, I want to fix that. I fixed it today, but I want to stay with that fix. Um, The second thought I had, it's you know, with the hat of a dad myself. Maybe it's because my own kids are growing like weeds, uh, and we now have a you know a fourth grader, a two B seventh grader, and a freshman in our house. Um, I'm only four way, four years away from being in the front seat of these cars that I welcomed in today, full of dorm belongings. I can picture my own Honda Odyssey full of my oldest stuff, but i never felt the weight of the baton toss today. The way I did while I was out there today in the morning shifts. Like I've been in these settings a lot you know, like I mentioned, it's my 12th, 11th, 12th, 13th year doing working opening days. But for whatever, whatever reason, the baton toss felt really heavy today. Um, as a coach, the class of 2021 is, I think, the 11th class of freshmen I've recruited to play for us. But let's just give them rough average of five players per class. That's almost, that's 50 plus families who have left their sons at Willamette on a day like this, every, always in August, uh, with really the, one of the major rationales for leaving their their son with at Willamette and driving away to the many states we've got eight states on the roster that they go to is I can trust Kip with one of, or if not the most important thing in my life that I care about the most. I mean that's really what families are saying, um, and I think I'm not the only one. Right, this is not just some Kip. Um, uh, bravado, right? This is for anyone out there that's a coach, anyone out there that's a teacher on the first days of school. I think doctors fall on this where, um, you know, the standard agreement of your profession is based upon people literally entrusting hours of life with some of their loved ones to you. So I'm talking players, students, and and patients. They're entrusting you with hours of interaction with those people, but also really the future direction of their life and what that holds for them. Um, I don't think you can do what we do um, as those coaches, as those teachers, as those doctors. And I could be missing another profession that really exists in this realm of people pass off their loved one to you and leave. Um, I don't think you can do it if you dwell on the power of that every single minute or every single day. It can be, you know, it can be paralyzing if you dwell on it. Uh, And of course, we know players, students, patients, they have autonomy. Uh, an agency with their own decisions and choices and they're not robots we plug in and then uh, the next day we unplug them they're charged we guide them we plug them back and we know that but we also know the responsibility of what people entrust in, in with us is huge you know in comforting a, m- a mom of one of my players today uh, her partner said to me hey coach it's going to be okay we know he's in good hands yours wow you know I mean how inspiring is that how motivating is that how heavy is that Right, I mean, in a way, maybe it was affirmation today for me in why I do what I do. That quote, but also all of the different things I saw today from, in interactions with other parents. They didn't tell me about his jumper or their hopes for his minutes and his points per game. I mean, I'm sure they have those too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they were hours away maybe from leaving their child on the doorsteps of adulthood. And one of the reasons they were able to do that was because they trusted me, right? The doorman to that future. Um, that's awesome. It's behavior-defining. Uh, I promise them a commitment to their son's well-being, not just now, but forever. I need to live up to that promise. I know I've operated in this arrangement for you know a decade now. And I know I can't promise or deliver everything to everyone. I know there's been failures. Uh, and I'm, some of those are very much my fault. But today, I could only imagine dad Kip, right? Dad me, dropping off my oldest, would coach me and knowing what I would expect of Coach Me if I was able, to, if I was gonna get back in the minivan and drive away without my child. Um, for all of you parents out there going through this campus drop-off, I wish the best for your son or daughter. I wish healing and comfort, and maybe even a vacation for you. Um, for you coaches, teachers, doctors, and everyone else stepping up to help shepherd a young person's next step, I wish you energy, resolve, and awareness of how awesome a job you have the streams. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.